I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Sponsored by Treeball Soft Mints. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with Emily, I'm with Gareth. All is well with the world. Well, actually, all's well. It never is, is it? Look at poor David Beckham on the front of the mirror. Oh, poor David Beckham. Uh, well, I'm, I'm assuming he's innocent, so in which case... Are he's you? Been, yeah. Are you indeed? Yeah. Wow. Somebody with those, those metatarsals. <laughs> they couldn't be carrying on that kind of an active life. And also, as Daisy pointed out this morning, Daisy, who works on the show, some of you may know, he's so upset, he's put his spectacles on. Yeah, and don't they look good? Yeah, but that, you know, how, how low do you have to be to put your spectacles on? Timmy Mallet apparently was absolutely distraught when he put <laughs> his on in the 1970s, and he's never really got over it, I have to say. If you want to text us about anything at all, including Timmy Mallet's spectacles... Um, Irma Nikki, who's the name of this woman. Oh, that's woman. the lady in question. What a powerful-looking woman she is, though. The thighs She's... of a woman one feels could jump into a first-story window. If you were sitting at home, say, on a summer's night, you had the doors open, on, you know, go out in the back, whoa, mate, and this, suddenly this woman appears. <laughs> that's probably what happened. Well, that's handy in her business to be able to leap from building to building. Well, she'll need to. Yeah. She'll need that fire escape. Uh, can I tell you, I find her shoes offensive. Just on a taste level. Well, I'm sorry. That's, that's, that's her shot down in flames. <laughs> if you want to text us about anything, anyway, you can get us on 8, 12, 15. And our guest today is um, Izzy Sooty. Uh, I've noticed people now call peep shows Izzy Sooty. I like it when people, I belong, call her that. When people belong to some sort of uh, inanimate object. Is that an inanimate object? Who can say? So, um, poor, poor Victoria Beckham as well. Mm. I mean, she must be... She'll, she's going to lose weight. She's going to be so distraught. Well, and also... She'll just be reduced to vapour. The, um, the madame... Or the madame. Oh, I like the madame in this story. Might mm. have had a little bit of work done, I'm thinking she might, she might have had a bit of work. Just a tiny bit, Otherwise, maybe. she just before they took the photos, she had a large socket of big lemon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a possibility, I suppose. She claims that um, Irma Nikki, comma 26, before mm. bedding the LA Galaxy player, allegedly, mm. Mm. Um, but she claims that David requested a curvy brunette. Now, that's oh, not like... That, that, must, that must stick in Victoria's craw a bit. Well, yes. I, I, um, is that how you do it, then? Does, does one get a sort of a checklist with... Oh, yeah, you put your request in. Oh, do you? That's yeah. what you do. Oh, no, I wouldn't like... I like the potluck approach. Oh, I think if I was going to go into that kind of... You could get well, Doberman yeah. Pincher turning up. No, you can't but, uh, go down that road. Imagine if the slim blonde who works at that, uh, let's call it a club, yeah. receives that request, she's going to feel somehow rejected. These, very insensitive, some of these. I like that we've had two stories like this, one with David Beckham and one with... Um, Wayne Rooney. Mm. We seem to have covered the complete range and show that the democracy of of this profession, that they don't care. You can look like David Beckham or you can look like Wayne Rooney, you get the same service. <laughs> and that's something to be proud of. How many of us can say that we're that non-discriminatory? Eh? We all, we all, we're all guilty of facial discrimination. I think you'd agree with that, but no. Come ye all. That's, that's their motto. That's the motto of the profession. Come ye all. I'm loving it. I'm speaking of my uh, lack of democracy. I had a mm. bit of a difficult situation this week. I'm, I'm oh, loath to discuss this because it makes me sound like a fiend. Go on. But um, 
Here's what happened. I was I went to uh, I went to an opening night of a of a play in the West End. I won't bore oh, yeah. you with the details, but um, often when you get outside these things, there was quite a lot of celebrities. There. Andrea Core, she was there. Oh dear, what was it? Nineteen ninety nine. Andrea Core. Yeah, she well, she got quite a, quite a bevy of uh, autograph hunters around her. Did she, Andrea? Wow. And I um, have no idea who that is. You don't know who Andrea <laughs> no Core is. Oh, what do you mean? How I mean, old are you? I, Eight. <laughs> Have you heard of the cause? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, now I know. Yeah. Ah, the surname, I think, was the clue, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. I was thinking... What were you thinking? I was thinking Angela Core stuck in my craw. That's why. So I do... You were think, that's what you were thinking? That's some sort thinking. of shabby <laughs> poem? <laughs> You're a, some sort of doggerel. Well, don't think that. Think... Logically. Anyway, so anyway mean, meanwhile, over in 1999... Yeah, so I had my... Uh, I'm trying to think who else was there now, so, you, so you'll be more impressed. Um, Sir Peter Hall. Was David Essex there? David Essex wasn't there. I'm I don't want to know, then. Anyway, I had my... Sadly not, he's too distraught. I had, uh, I had my photo took with his sort. And now, there's a certain type of... There's autograph hunters who are fans of yours, and they wait for your autograph, and that's lovely. And then there's the one and with the baseball ones, caps and the glasses. Yeah, I know them. And they're just interested in autographs. Uh, they don't mm. care who it is. Uh, they're Democrats, you see. It could be Madonna. It could be Minty from um, EastEnders. They don't care, mm. right? So, unfortunately, this chap wasn't wearing a baseball cap. And anyway, we stood. And as we stood for the photo, I felt his head touch mine. Oh, Do you no. know I've been scratching ever since? <gasps> and I'm frightened to look. I'm, I mean, I, said, I was going to ask someone to check, but I'm frightened to look. I mean, I might, while I leave in these headphones, would be anybody's business. Yeah, I can see a lot of movement from Well, here. I, I honestly, I've got genuinely... I know it's a terrible thing to say to... to um, to categorise what do you think people. so you think a member of the public has given you nits is what you're well, saying I'm, I'm not, <laughs> essentially I'm not, what I'm you're not saying I'm not classing those autograph hunters as members of the public okay. exactly um, I, they're a subspecies all no, of their own. Not, no no they're, I mean they're just a bit different you know, they have different priorities from the rest of us okay. is what I'm saying anyway I'm scratching my. I'm, I, I, I could leave a louse in here it could get into Ben Jones's baseball cap <laughs> and then and then it's there for life Frank Skinner. What a great track, and he's unbelievable, EMF and all that. So, um... I'll tell you what's unbelievable, Frank. What is unbelievable? The uh, email that we've had in, which I think you're going to enjoy. Do you want to hear it? I'll try. It's from Jack. Like he's from it so Redditch, and he's 24. Okay. <laughs> he says, I'm just saying, Dear Frank, Emily and Gareth, I'm a sales rep who travels the country trying to sell lager. I enjoy that detail. Uh, Whilst driving, I always listen to the podcasts. Whilst researching a houseman on Wikipedia... You could have warned me about that. Oh, God. Reset the switch. Reset the switch. It's all right. It's only the first reference, and then it's okay. Then it's okay. For the duration of the show. You know, rules is rules. Whilst researching the aforementioned poet... I noticed something that I thought would make Frank smile. Can I just ask a question? Yes. And I don't want to interrupt this Go person. On. Not Jack from Redditch, ever. Mm. I don't want to interrupt him. But this man is a sales rep who sells lager, who casually says, whilst researching A.E. <laughs> Houseman. I mean, is that, is that something that crops up a lot in the, <laughs> the lager selling business? I don't know, but it makes me warm to him. Oh. He says, uh, I noticed something that would if make Frank smile. If he said A.E. Drayman, I could have understood the brute. Anyway, carry on. 
it was a mention of the show. Under the radio section in A.E. Houseman's Wikipedia page, it says, The A.E. Houseman alarm is a running joke on Frank Skinner's weekend show on Absolute Radio. Joke? joke? It, it originates <laughs> from a time when an air raid siren was mistakenly played after Skinner mentioned the poet. An air raid siren was mistakenly played? <laughs> Well, what about the local old age pensioners? They must have been terrified. <laughs> anyway, he thinks that we should be proud that we've altered the annals of internet history in a marvellous way. Well, I haven't any, I haven't altered any annals for a long time. Uh, that's, oh. that's tremendous. Oh, my that's God. That's tremendous. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> what I love most of all is that there's A.E. Houseman's Wikipedia entry as a radio section, which is something you wouldn't anticipate, and it's just us. Yeah. That's it's brilliant. Just, that's all it is. I love us. that. Mm. Mm. I'm thrilled by that. That's brilliant. Well, accidentally played a. No, I think it actually started. Was it was something else that sounded like an air? I think I was talking to Alex Horn, and he no, no, it was Tim Key, and he was talking about how he composed poetry. And I said, "Oh, Lay Houseman, the poet." And at that moment, mm. our producer Emma leaned on a button or something. And it went woo, <laughs> and I said, "That's the A Houseman alarm," and and uh, it was born. I don't think it was an in joke. I think of it as uh, regulation. Can I say you're looking very smart, Frank Skinner? Thank you very much. Hmm, that's all I wanted to say. That's, that's all you're going to get. As a response. <laughs> I have an email to read. Um, well, let's from... settle down in our chairs. <laughs> <laughs> it's from Sam Saunders, and it says... Um, Samsung? Dear... Are they <laughs> offering us free radios? <laughs> <laughs> um, dear Frank, Emily and Gareth, and Laura, he says, which shows an attention to detail. Your wife that's has been mentioned yeah, in it. I think so. Ooh, one, so. Wonders, one wonders what's going to be brought up here that he feels he needs to bring. <laughs> yeah. By the way, you can text us on 8.12.15, just throwing that in. Today, the 22nd of September, so not today, when that was. Mm. What's the date today? Oh, here we go. <laughs> I don't know, but should we just hang around while you look it up? Yeah. <laughs> Three days ago, which was um, Wednesday. Yes! <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> I, um, today, then, I celebrated my 17th birthday. Oh. Um, being a twin, I share this special day with my good friend Luke. That's a coincidence. Oh. He's got a friend who's well, also exactly. a twin. <laughs> well, I think he's referring to his twin. Oh, it's his good friend. It's his good friend, which is nice. That is nice. I, I, I never would call any of my family my good friends. No. Not that they aren't. I just yeah. it's a separate entity. Well, because a, a family tie is closer than friendship in some ways, so so it would seem well, like they were being demoted. Well, oh, I don't know. Do you think that, blind no, loyalty to people whose genes you share? I say, but that's another story. Yes, <laughs> yeah, my brother's always taking my genes. <laughs> I'm, I'm loving that. Um, I'm loving that. That's a jingle right there. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, we get on well, so sharing this day is not a problem at all. This leads to my question. He's got a question for us. Okay. Um, I was wondering what things you don't like sharing and what things should definitely not be shared. David mm. Beckham, I would say, <laughs> for a start um, In addition, what have been the worst arguments you have ever had with siblings over the most petty things? We, um, Too many questions. Two, lots of questions. <laughs> a lot well, of questions. Did, did his very good friend, the twin brother, throw in a question as well? <laughs> Are they conjoined? <laughs> Are they conjoined? Doesn't say whether they're well, conjoined that's, or that's, not. That's, you know, either way, they're good people. Mm. Make them any so less. Well, we've got to play uh, some adverts now because okay. rules is rules, and we'll come back to the sharing thing because. Uh, so it, um, we might even have. What about a phone in things you don't like yeah. to share? Good, good things idea. you don't like to share. We Text don't want. Thing. We don't want this. You know, the predictable hypodermic needle. Answer. <laughs> Something a bit um, unusual. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 
Miri- Miriam, uh, Miriam Diabo. She was there as well. Mariam Darbo. I think it was oh, Miriam Margolis. No, she wasn't there. Oh. Not that I know. You'd have noticed if she was there. Yes. Although she once did um, hide from me when we were at York Minster. <laughs> I, I didn't notice her for about ten minutes. Um, <laughs> carry on. We've had some texts in about Miriam sharing? Gargoyles, actually. I think mean, I got mixed up. <laughs> oh. Some, some texts about... You yeah, were talking about things that, that we one feels shouldn't be shared or you don't like yeah. to share. For example, the whole idea of sharing a bath with one's loved one sounds very exciting. Mm. And I think, as I've said on here before, it's actually an awkward mix of legs and not being able to get the soap and... There's all sorts going on in there. Embarrassment, hatred... Uh, even a shower, even a shower, I find get out is what I'm thinking inside. You know, you're trying to be all loving. You're thinking, oh, just get out. I, oh. I have my systems in the shower. I agree. Yeah. Oh, I don't even like them in my bed. Awful. Um, Andy. Who are them? You creatures. Oh, okay. Andy in Cheadle Home. What's oh, that? That's where a referee would come from. Oh, okay. Referees always come from places with two names. So. Oh, okay. Well, Andy says, I hate. It's, it's Manchesterish, I think. Do you want to hear what Andy says? Andy says, I hate sharing my food, especially when someone just nicks a chip without asking. Mm. It makes me absolutely furious. Oh, no, I'm with Andy on that. I once... Um, well, this is a bit of a... What I did... This, there's a temptation in life. I think I felt this as a young child. To save the best till last. I always like doing that. Mm. And somebody bought me a small box of milk tray. Now, a small box of milk tray to yourself when you're about seven. Mm. It's, it's mm. seven. Very luxurious. And at the time, I think it was, what was it, Dairy Box? Anyway, (laughs) my favourite flavour was called the Lime Barrel. Do you remember the Lime Barrel? That sounds disgusting. It was a little chocolate (laughs) barrel, flat-backed, but, you know, it it was... And um, it had, like, limey, slimy, limey... Isn't it um, usually caramel Yeah, that's caramel, that one. Well, times have changed. I think you had rancid chocolates. (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) So anyway, um, yeah. So I, I, I there was two in the box, so I saved them till last. So mm. I ate all these chocolates. Oh, on the bottom just, tier, uh, mm. and, and it, there was only one tier. Oh. Let's not go crazy. This was working class West Midlands in the nineteen seventies, <laughs> for God's sake. Two tiers, get out of here. Lennon so Irma Nikki could jump into the second tier. I think not. <laughs> anyway, Irma Nikki is the woman. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Irma yeah. Believer, I can leave her. If I, so, I <laughs> there, there they're left, just the two lime barrels. And I think, now I've got mm. the others out the way. Yeah. They've been swept up and now it's me. And then my brother came in and went, whoa, chocolates! And ate both <gasps> of the lime barrels in one go. Imagine my consternation. Oh, the look on your face. So my the motto from that is, don't leave the best till last. Have the best first and... Then just leave the rest to our Keith. <laughs> oh, I might have known it was our Keith. Well, of course. I mean, look know, at his teeth. You can see how many chocolates he's stolen off you. Oh, poor Keith. Oh, bless Do him. you know, um, Gareth did something very similar the other week to me, Frank. We went to the cinema, Gareth and I. I mean, it wasn't a date. It sounds a bit creepy. We were mm. actually with Daisy from the show. And I went to get a Pepsi, and Gareth went, oh, should we just get two straws for that and we'll share it? You're not serious. <laughs> he did. <laughs> It was yeah. so oh, studenty. God, oh, no. I mean, but you wouldn't say if I got fifty pounds out the cash point, why'd you say, Oh, should you just give me twenty pounds of that? <laughs> May as well say that. that. Well, it's, well it's worse than that, isn't yeah. it? Because I mean the hygiene. Because I I find Two with the straws, straws separate Frank. straws, separate straws. No, but listen, any straw use is is, exactly. is, is never a hundred percent sock. There's well, always a percentage of blow, isn't there? 
It's an act of intimacy that I wasn't ready for. No, but there's always going to be a bit of spit that gets way back down into the Pepsi. I was very firm, wasn't I, Gareth? Yes. I said, oh, 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 than I thought. (laughs) How how about we share that drink? And Emily said, no. No, I think it's a disgusting suggestion, to be honest. (laughs) A disgusting suggestion. Would you want to share a lollipop, for example? (laughs) We shared shared, um, popcorn. And my hands That's are covered different. in urine. <laughs> Were they? Oh, my God. Oh, let me just see if you can say it. <laughs> uh, apparently it's fine. Apparently Christian O'Connell said it four times this week. You're going to our, our ledger. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Any, have we had any texts on people who were talking about I like about what Danny like Harrison in Hindley. Yeah, he but says, don't keep going on about who you like. <laughs> he says, I hate sharing my bed with my girlfriend of four years. I can't stand <laughs> having someone next to me whilst I'm extremely vulnerable. <laughs> 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 I like him. Maybe there's trust issues there. Is there trust issues? Yeah, there might be. Give me a call, Danny. <laughs> um, <laughs> I used to feel the same on fantasy football, I must admit. Carry on. Pat in London says I wouldn't like to share my underwear even with a good friend. I assume that's like borrowing it rather than wearing it at the same time. Who do that? Well, I don't know. When women buy underwear, do they try it on in the in a, in the cubicle? Um, well, you can do. <laughs> Does that mean then that if you don't buy it, that goes back on the hanger? No, there's there's, there's a special... protective mm. yeah oh, wrapping. Paper. <laughs> paper. <laughs> I paper. knew you were going to do that. <laughs> You're right. Okay, let's leave. Let's leave it there. Um, okay, that's that's the. Uh... Oh, by the way, I, some of you may remember if you listened last week that I was off to uh, Litchfield to become the president of the Samuel Johnson Society. Oh, how was mm. it? It was. Absolutely marvellous. You know, for the first time in my life, I, I met a, a punch master. What? A punch master. A boxer. No, he wasn't a boxer. <laughs> he was uh, it was one of those whole bodges you get. No, he was. He made the punch. That was his job. Oh. He was a maker of punch, and he made me a special non-alcoholic punch. Oh, wow. Oh. He pulled his punch, one could say. One <laughs> wanted to continue yeah. the, the pugilist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that was very exciting. And yeah, and I was the president. I got got to wear my big medal, and I got you know shook a lot of hands. It was it was. I, I used to be uh, a, a member of the Samuel Johnson Society in Litchfield back mm. in uh, 1981, and I went then. And the president that year, being mm. inaugurated, was Robert Robinson. Do you remember him? Oh yeah, call my bluff. Garrett's looking. No, I don't no, remember. No, well, if you don't is remember he... Andrea Cor, Robert Robinson, I think that was <laughs> not a chance. No, well, Robert Robinson used to do ask. Um, oh, ask oh, call my yeah, bluff. Yeah, he did do well. call my bluff. Call my yeah. bluff. Did, remember call my bluff? Yes. So it's a goat flute. It's a kind of necktie, or it's an old word for knee. <laughs> <laughs> remember it? Yeah. yeah. Frank Muir was one of my odd crushes. Frank Muir actually oh, was love... also a president of the Johnson Society. He wasn't. I mean, there's been some Beryl oh. Bainbridge. But no. Oh. Yes. <laughs> And um, in 1990, Enoch Powell. <laughs> leave it. That's true. No, that's absolutely true. Oh, bit of a <laughs> bit of a tension in there. I, did, I didn't elect did him. Look at me like that. No. Like the Roman, I seem to no, say. I was tense because you said in 1990. Yeah, well, I, that's when I first saw. It. I thought Enoch Powell. Fair enough. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't yeah. know. They didn't know. <laughs> But now he was, um, he was, mm. reform- but you know, he was, he was a classical scholar, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't all bad. Anyway, so it was, when, when Robert Robinson, I, I remember. A few texts coming in now. No, no, no. <laughs> no I, I remember, yeah, people from saying, no, no, he's great. No, no, he wasn't. 
So I, um, I remember being at the top of the stairs and seeing Robert Robinson walking up the stairs. Now, he was known, and I don't know if you're aware of this, as the king of comb-over. Oh, I know. But he didn't have a comb-over. He had a sort of a comb round. It was an absolute work of art. It was <laughs> wow. like a spiral, a brill, a brill cream spiral. of. Wow. of if, if he'd pirouetted, I think I would have been hypnotised. Like a Mr. Whippy ice cream. Yeah, it was incredible. It was like, if you can imagine peeling an apple all in one mm. piece and then <laughs> replacing it on a slightly bigger apple. So you can see that the, the spot, wow. it was a beautiful... There is an art to that, because I don't like it when they just slap it down like anchovies over a boiled egg. That's not the look I like. No. I like a walnut whip. Yeah, well, this was, um, honestly, it was an absolute work of art, and that's what, that's what lived with me, but mine, I hope, didn't look like that. But it was it was a very. I went into the mayor's parlour. I mean, imagine what Did that you? was like. Oh God, yeah, yeah, it's great. I, <laughs> I heard a woman talking about you. I was listening to it was some uh, Midlands mm. news broadcast. That's where okay. I get all my news gathering. And uh, a woman said, "They said, what do you think of Frank Skinner and the you know being inaugurated?" And she went, "Well, he's a rather enthusiastic chap, isn't he?" Which I thought it was a lovely way to describe you. Yeah, I'll settle for that. I think. <laughs> I think that's all right. That is right. good. Yeah. But now I've, I've, I, I feel it's good, but I feel in, in, in my innards a, a sulk coming oh, on. Right. <laughs> Don't know quite how that's happened. It'll be all right. Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. What else? We've had some texts in, haven't we, Gal? Yes, yes, we have. What, an 8, 12, 15? Mm. Good. David from Takerly. Um, says, I don't like sharing my Led Zeppelin T-shirt, but my partner seems to think she can use it to sleep in. Not cool. I always find that's a bit of an insult uh, mm. if, if, if the partner chooses something that you think is okay to go out in as oh, something to yeah. sleep in. Yeah. Mm. I remember Freddie Fingers from Boomtown Rat <laughs> saying exactly the same thing to me once. <laughs> Dave, I love that black look that, uh, that Gareth... <laughs> Gives me when I mention somebody's different. Remember Freddie Fingers? <laughs> You're a gangster. He was friends with Andrea Cor. Was he? And Frank Muir. <laughs> Did he know Mariam <laughs> Darbo? <laughs> Lisa in Essex, Frank. Lisa in Essex. Has a chocolate memory, which I rather enjoyed. Morning, Frank and team. I deny everything. Frank, your chocolate story brought back horrific memories. Oh, That's dear. it. No, I'm only joking. That would be terrible. That <laughs> Brought back horrific memories of my own relating to a box of good news. Oh, given... Do you man. remember those? Good, <laughs> they were good so... news. Your kind of chocolate, <laughs> milk and plain. Good news. Chocolates are always welcome. That's good news. <laughs> what I liked about that, it was seen as a big advertising yeah. plus milk and plain. <laughs> You're, you're, you're not serious. Carry on. They were quite cheap chocolates, good news. Oh, were they? I oh, we'd be disappointed as a family if we got those. Sophisticated. Um, I can't remember good news. Well, of course you can't. You can't remember anything. Which is quite sad because it means there's been no good news all the time I've been alive. Mm. Certainly since you've been on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Okay. So, a box of good news given to me in 1975 when I was six. Sadly, my parents ate the whole box when I went to bed. But I didn't what? have one chocolate and the box was never replaced. Oh, no. I still... That's like sort of uh, a Gary Coleman story when they spent all his mm. money because they thought he'd be dead by the time he was 18. Now I'm a broken-down drug addict. 
Good no, but she does say, I still feel sadness to this day. Mm. Lisa oh, in Essex. Oh, now she needs to get some spectacles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to let go. Let go of that pain. Um, buy yourself some chocolates. When did yeah. you turn into Dr. Pam Spur? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rabbi Blitzstein seems to have turned off marvellous. Well, Why I, is this just a show of names I've never heard of? <laughs> yes, that's what we're doing today. Do you know who Lee Bowyer is? No, vaguely. Oh, I know him. Yeah, Lee no, Bowyer. I don't know him. He used to be in no. blue. <laughs> yeah, no. there you go. Lee Bowyer is a professional footballer who, right. if they ever do a, a travelling stage version of Steptoe and Son, would be the perfect Albert Steptoe. Mm. He's got that sort of a... Yeah, look to him. He's quite rough, that one, isn't he? Yeah, well, get a load of this. I went to the, the, the football match, uh, West Brom versus Birmingham last week. And if you're not interested in football, don't worry, it's not essentially a football story. Uh, he got very angry on the pitch, a very angry young man. And uh, he, was, he was taken off by his um, manager before something terrible happened. When he came back in, he started having an argument with these West Brom fans who sat just behind like the players' mm. bit. Well, I sit about, you know, a few rows back, and I watch this. Anyway, I read the Daily Mirror. Somebody said, you're in the mirror. So I had to look at Daily Mirror. It said that uh, he'd, he'd abused... You had to look in the mirror, and there you were. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he abused a grandmother. I mean, come on, he, ga- he uh, gave oh. a verbal abuse. I can't possibly repeat. I mean, the first word I can word imagine was, it was colourful. It was the first wor- word, I've never been quite sure whether it's a, a verb or a, an adjective. It's an ad- I say it's an intensifying adverb. Oh, I understand what it is. And yeah. the second one, I can't even give you it's a clue on. the worst two words. It is the worst two words. It's, 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 no, I'd that's Kerry Katona, surely. <laughs> uh, it, it was, well, it's, I'd say it was the second worst word followed by the worst word. Anyway, to okay. an old lady with a with her grandson, and he told this story, which it obviously was Birmingham, though. horrifying, broken Britain kind of a story, which is possibly the worst people to say it to. Yeah, an older lady and her grandson. It's so terrible. Old, Seven years, and then it said, um, "Sitting six rows back, Frank Skinner was particularly amused." Oh, <laughs> I mean, well, you've let us all down. I, c- I couldn't actually hear what was being... I thought it was funny that the Albion fans were having a go and leave enough I like wrong. particularly. Yeah, particularly amused. It wasn't just funny, it was hilarious that he'd said that. You I scanned can't. the crowd for amusement and there you were. Can I say I've been wronged in the most I like extreme. it when celebrities get dragged into news stories, though. That's my favourite. I like it when they get dragged into... Um... Irma Nikki's boudoir. <laughs> there you go. I came up with something in the end. I think we all. I think the pause was worth paying that price for. By the <laughs> way, speaking of football, my, yeah. one of my great football heroes is a bloke. I'll do this very quickly, but it's called mm. Jeff Astle. I, he was on my wall. He when was, I was on fantasy football. Yeah, his name was yeah. on my Roth mm. book. I don't get mm. any bigger than that. But his daughter is a best is a, a bridesmaid. I know we don't have a requ- request, but her friends Glenn and Amy are getting married, and one's a Wolves fan and one's an Albion fan. So I don't believe in the mixed marriages in that respect. So we'll <laughs> see, we'll see how that goes. But you know, let's hope it goes at least because all right today. Imagine Wolves fans down one side of the church, Albion fans down the other. Hopefully, oh. Bay is not there. There'll be a lot of chanting. Well, there'll be some <laughs> chanting. I don't think that's necessarily about. I bet they have the Lord's My Shepherd, which is their the Albion signature tune. Oh, but you didn't know that. No. All together now. The Lord's my shepherd. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, the softest, mintiest show in town. Sponsored by Tree Bar Soft Mints. Absolute Radio. We're back from the news. Izzy Sotti will be with us soon, but she's not here yet. Well, I'm Isn't she? Gonna I'm We're she's not going to have an Ed Burns yeah, situation on our hands. I saw her outside. You saw her outside? Yeah, she's here. Good. <laughs> Thank God you're here. <laughs> <laughs> with your spying ways. 
I'll tell you what I did see. Um, Christie's, they're they're doing an auction of cuddly toys. Oh, I love a cuddly toy. Some of the prices on, but I wish I'd kept mine now. Well, they've got um, a Harlequin bear, which is valued at £100,000. Yes. And they reckon it could break the record. I like the way Gareth paused for us to go, oh, no. we didn't. No, we didn't. I was thinking Harlequin (laughs) bear. What's that? (laughs) Stuff you, like a teddy bear. What is that? That's what I thought. Well, I wish I'd have kept, uh, now looking back, Big Ted, uh, Little Ted, New Ted, uh, Monkey, and... um, and, um, Were they your... What were your toys, um, man? And um, and and I had oh I don't I had we had a new Ted I like the sound of yeah there was yeah there was new Ted big Ted uh, and uh, a little Ted and um, were these your toys and then there was uh, there was uh, what we didn't know you see we didn't know it was wrong then oh 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 I see yeah we didn't know it was wrong I understand what you're doing oh we had like a tail like a little red tailed coat I remember and striped did you just call your toys Big Ted Little Ted didn't you give them names for goodness sake those are names aren't they Big Ted Little Ted New Ted I was called New New Ted Ted. what a horrible name for a toy new (laughs) (laughs) I called him that when he was about Ted years old. <laughs> new Ted. No, I remember New Ted. He had. He, he's one of those <laughs> bears that when when you leaned him forward, um, he used to go right. You know, like a like a cow in many ways. Oh yeah. And, and then it, in, as he got older and he'd been knocked about and sat on a few times, that it, it became a sort of a bleat. I can oh, only yeah. call it. So you tip him over and he go, <laughs> and oh man, it wasn't. It wasn't. At I all had. Good. Uh, I had Big John. Big John, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love. What Big kind John. of creature was that? Big John was a, he was a bear. Okay. He was about three foot though. He was taller than me. <laughs> I dragged him out of Harrods once, screaming. My parents bought it for me. Taught oh. me a very important lesson: if you scream loud enough, you'll get your own way. It's great. Right? Yeah, I love that Ted. <laughs> I've still got him. You've still got Big John. I've still got Big John. Oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> now he's Frank's manager. Isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you are you in trouble. Now. <laughs> he's never been dragged out of Harrods screaming. <laughs> he's been dragged into Harrods screaming. I think. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Did you have a cuddly toy? Oh, monkey, by the way. Can I say monkey? <laughs> had, a, had a perfect bite mark out of his ear. I mean, that was our Keith. You could, yeah. That was our Keith. I've seen his teeth. If our Keith went missing, you could have got an exact match of his teeth, his dental records from Monkey's <laughs> really? ear. He just bit, bit right through it. Wow. Hmm. Was that new Monkey? There's only one Monkey. <laughs> oh, okay. I had, um, I had a, um, what he was is he was a round orange thing with arms and legs. Garfield. And, um, no, <laughs> was it? It was perfectly round. Was it an orange? No, it was. Um, <laughs> what it was? It was a bubble from Orange Age. It was a bubble from Orange Aid. Yeah, it was um, like to advertise Orange Aid, and it was around. We I called him Olive. Your parents, you had a promotional cuddly oh, toy. Yeah. That's, oh, that's pathetic. <laughs> you were sponsored even then. It was really rubbish. Yeah, and we used to Orange Aid. Is that a brand name as well? Is no, that something from the famous Five? Yeah. Well, and then he had arms and legs, and he was very. What he was very good for is you could hold his arm or leg and then hit people with him. I see. And we used to play mallet's mallet with him. What did oh, you okay. call it? Orangey. Um, Ollie, Ollie the orange. Ollie, okay. 
Fair oh, it sounds a bit desperate. I think people people <laughs> yeah, often well, pick up, don't they? The, 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 it's the alliteration. Mm. So it's like Ollie the Orange and mm. New Ted. New Ted. New Ted. <laughs> new Ted. Though there's something good about it. It's like New Labour. It was like I started, there was a new. I started a new era in the teddy bear <laughs> business. Yeah. Yeah. Small little Ted, rather was um, he belonged to my uh, sister Nora. He was he was about fifty when I was a child. Oh, he had no fur on him at all. He was like a chimpanzee we saw in the pipe. There's a pipe, there's a sort of fla- oh, don't make me feel sick. There's a flayed chimpanzee <laughs> oh. in the paper this morning, and uh, I said that's what I look like inside. <laughs> and uh, Emma, the producer, said, "No, no, his legs are quite muscular." <laughs> She said, I think she used the word toned. Yeah, so she suggested <laughs> I'm less attractive than a, fla- a flayed chimpanzee. <laughs> if, you had a, if you had to choose. Anyway, I've had an, a lovely um, email from Kath Ma. Kath Ma says, Hi, Frank. Hmm. Hi, Ma. I have recently... On top of the world, Ma. <laughs> I have recently become into some bit obscure references galore today. I'm mm. sorry for anyone who doesn't know what the hell we're talking about. But, you know. I, I, everyone knows that one. Yeah. I've recently become interested in The Fall, partly because you keep going on about them, and I think because I listen to the podcast at night in bed, therefore The Fall have gone into my brain like osmosis. Oh. I think that... Isn't that the passage of a uh, solution into a less soluble solution through a semi-permeable membrane. Oh, very good. Sound like the right kind. Like one of those self-help tapes you get to listen to while you're asleep. Anyway, I wonder if you would mind giving me some recommendations on which albums to get as I don't know where to start. Don't know where to start? Exchange and mod. My first ever voiceover. I can still remember the words. Incredible. Yes, um, well, uh, there's a greatest hits album called uh, 50,000 Fall Fans Can't Be Wrong, which is the perfect beginning, and you can get it quite cheap nowadays. And do you know, speaking of the four... I was watching um, Five this week. Well, the boy band? No, oh. the channel. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're doing a documentary about Eddie Stobart. You know Eddie Stobart? Oh, yeah, with the um, lorries. Yeah, and do you know what they use as the music to that trailer? What? Marvellous. That was the four container drivers. And to make things even better, Izzy Sooty has joined us in the studio. Good, Good morning. morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good. That's um, my sing, so I'm feeling good. I didn't actually turn your mic up then, so you started off a bit distant. Can I, can I apologise? Yeah. I'm not used to strangers in the house. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> not that I regard you as a stranger. Can I make that absolutely clear? Izzy's so, a friend of the show. Indeed. I am. You know, I used to have a, I used to have a jingle that said, uh, friend of the show. Uh, Friend of the show. There you go. Oh. Just for you. So, um, so I went along to your show um, yes. on um, Thursday night. A laugh. It was really not only was it really funny, but you are one of these performers. If you don't mind me saying, I don't want to embarrass you. That the audience they don't just like they there's love in the room. Oh, thank there you. There is so this. Pro- I remember Des O'Connor said to me once. <laughs> oh, he did. First time I did his show, he said to me, he said, You're one of those performers that people love. And I thought, I don't know what you're talking about, Des. He said, And I think you, you, you are definitely that. It was, it was a real. I felt they could have all just wanted to hug you. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you it so is. much. I, I, the night before you came... It was I, horrible. It was awful. It was, it was it? <laughs> it was, no, it was, it, was, it was very different. I basically tried to guess what jobs people did in the audience, and I thought one guy was a hairdresser or worked in sports science, but he turned out to be a soldier. 
and I can do 20 men's press-ups in a row. So I said, let's have a press-up competition. Did you uh, say men's press-ups? Yeah, men's. Because you know yeah. women's press-ups, you put your knees on the They're floor. They're different ones. Ooh, I didn't know Ladies that. do not. I didn't know there was gender differentiation in the yeah. press-up world. Absolutely, yeah. I, made, I was like, I could do 20 men's press-ups, and he was like, all right. And Ellis James, my support actor, came on as well, and he started doing claps, and the soldier started doing claps, and then uh, the soldier just beat me. Basically, well, he would, wouldn't he? Yeah, but I th- a bit of me thought I could do it. I did 23, that's a record, because of adrenaline and competitiveness. <laughs> yeah, but I'd, to be honest, it's a story that makes me happy. I like to think that our soldiers are fitter than our comedians. <laughs> yeah. Because Female we don't have, I mean, with all due respect, we just don't ask as much physically from our comedians as we do from our soldiers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I like to think I could fight, though, if, if, um, if it came down to it. You should have had a sharpshooting competition. <laughs> yeah, as well. that would have been better. If you'd have had some dock, you need metal docks, I'd Dearly, but who has those lying around backstage? <laughs> no, no one. <laughs> so um, you're on tour at the moment. I am, yeah. I've done a couple of dates out of London and then I've got this run at the Soho Theatre this week. I've just got tonight left. And then, um, yeah, off on tour properly next week. So lots of service station food. Mm. Yeah. Do you like that? Yeah, I do actually. I quite like... Um, I've got quite into... I got this um, fry-up the other day in a tin where it was a like... tinned fry-up? Oh, yeah. I've seen those. Yeah, it was amazing from a garage and there's like <laughs> it's, it's some kind of chemical between... There's like the fry-up in a tin and then an outer tin and a chemical between the two tins. Well, like nitrous oxide. Yeah, something really dodgy. And there's a metal key. Like, you know when you had to undo a tin in the olden days yeah. and you wound it? It's like that, but you stab the space between the two tins and it releases this chemical which he up the fry up. That's brilliant. Yeah, and I, but I had it between my legs in the car because I had a drink as well, and my legs became incredibly hot. Mm. Obviously, cause I don't like the sound of the drink, is he? That was, it wasn't an alcoholic that. drink. No, no. Well, listen, I had a bottle of vodka and I had this <laughs> fry up. No. You know, we had Rod Stewart on a couple of weeks ago. He told a similar story. It was in the tour van. The thing. And he thought to himself, hot legs. Write that down, he said, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> right, there's a song in that. And that's how that song was born. Your, uh, Izzy, in case you don't know, Izzy, um, uh, and I'm, I'm, I think most of our... Well, you're, everyone says peep show. I, I heard you introduce us peep shows, Izzy Sutty. Do you like that? <laughs> I don't mind at all. I thought you were going to say you heard me introduce us peep show. It's, peep, <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's peep show. Hello! Um, yeah, no, I don't mind it at all. It's fine, isn't it? It's well, it's massively right. popular. It's nice to be part of that. But, um... In case you've never seen Izzy, uh, you must, it must have been a toss-up whether you became a comedian or a singer because you, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm heaping praise there. But you have a beautiful voice. You could have easily just been a singer, couldn't you, a straight singer? Well, I, I did try, but Oh, uh, God, thank have you. I brought up something a bit touching? <laughs> no, I really... I, w- I wanted to for a while. I did the open mic circuit in London, but the songs that I had were... And I really did genuinely want to be... I didn't... These weren't intentionally comedy songs, but all my songs were too weird to fit in on that circuit. Like, my main song was about an accountant who covered him himself with a fry-up why does everything I do seem to involve fry-ups but um he just was very lonely and he saw and he want he, he just laid bits of a fry-up onto his skin and cuddled it um and it was called oh martin and his mum and dad were like why martin just get out find a girlfriend he was like I'm happy I've got I've got a sausage in my hand I've got a black pudding under my left armpit and stuff and I used to go to these serious can't see why that wouldn't have gone down well oh can I what was wrong with them why I'm did surprised I get J-Lo wasn't on the line <laughs> can I cover that can I cover what is it called get up Martin oh Martin, oh, Ma- yeah. Martin. <laughs> Lady Gaga would definitely do that she likes meat on her hey, yeah. yeah she could do yeah. it in a meat dress 
Yeah. She right, could have had a fry-up dress. That would yeah. have been brilliant. <laughs> fry-up dress would be amazing. Hey, oh. I was thinking about the meat dress, actually, whether... Um, and my boyfriend said, is there, like, an uh, underlayer or is the meat in contact with her skin? Because if she had, like, a petticoat on underneath and mm. then the meat on top I think she it, probably has some greaseproof paper, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Why not? I'm imagining there's some uh, intestinal inner wall lining <laughs> mm. that, that smooths the whole thing out and exfoliates at the same time. I think, you know, you the sponge you get in a packet of mints. Yeah. I think that sponge underneath. That's Just underneath, like a whole dress made of that. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, I think that's right. it, that, it's always stained with blood, that piece. Yeah. It's not really sponge. It's a sort of porous <laughs> blotting paper. Yeah, and yeah. I never know whether to put it in recycling or not. Do you put it in recycling? Oh, God, question. I eat. Very good question. I eat it. It's got more meat in it than the average meat pie. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with Izzy in a second. We only have this This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Florence and the Machine, Dog Days Are Over, Dog Days Are Over. Izzy Sooty is with us, she sings better than that, but not oh. on this show. Hey, hey. <laughs> the Peep Show's Izzy Sooty. I, you get, um, I heard you get quite a lot of fan mail on uh, She's got one Peep just show. now, can I say, Izzy? Oh. From Mark in Wolverhampton, I love Izzy Sooty and I'm going to see her on her tour. I think she's funny, amazing and really attractive. I knew, I knew we were going to get oh. to something mm. lewd towards the end. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, I do. Well, I don't get loads, but I tend to get some weird stuff. Like um, when Peep Show was first on, I got a message on MySpace from a guy saying, will you send me a photo of your hands in gloves and also immersed in water? Oh. And his profile picture was his own hands in gloves in a sink full of water. <laughs> so, you know, just a collector, nothing to worry about. It's yeah. a th- themed collector. Yeah. Did, did he mean marigold gloves? He didn't specify what kind of gloves, but the thing is, I don't have a camera, and I kind of I'm not very au fait with technology, so it's I, a I tricky photo as well, isn't it? I know. How do you bear in mind your hands you are it? your hands are immersed in water and in gloves? You need mm. an, you need an accomplice, or put mm. the camera in your mouth and bite down on it when you want to take the photo. Is like, that possible? Well, depending on what. I mean, I know you, you can a- do twenty three press ups, but don't get over ambitious. <laughs> If you had one of those cameras from the 80s that was kind of thin and oblong and it you oh, almost I know put, those took the picture ones. on its side... Are you telling us that you sent it or you didn't No, I didn't it? do it. Of course I didn't. Did you reply at all? <laughs> no. Well, if he's listening now, he'll, he'll know. He, he went too far, basically. Yeah. Mm. If it had been simple. one hand, it would have been fine. No, I, I have to... Yeah, I think that's all right. Especially the left hand. Then the photography would have been a, a, a simple thing. Can I ask you a question? What is a nonogram? Oh... Because um, I read, I read on your um, on your MySpace page. Yes, MySpace. That I didn't know anyone else was on. It's me, you, and two thousand goth girls. That's I, it. I love MySpace. It's really old school now. It like, is. Yeah. yeah, it's like the idea that something like that has become a sort of an old-fashioned tradition. No, and I like the fact that it's like new feature. You can talk to your friends. Like it's really exciting. And have you ever seen any? Worse composed photographs of pets than you get on MySpace. No, absolutely not. I mean, a photo of your cat is bad. A photo of your cat slightly off frame. It's inexcusable. <laughs> yeah. So, what, nonograms is one of your yeah, nonog- hobbies. Nonograms are these... It's a grid. So, if you imagine a blank grid, and then um, vertically and horizontally, there's numbers. Um, and you have to fill in... Colour in 
squares depending on what numbers there are so for instance it might say six dot five and that means that along that row there'll be six black dots and then it, uh, sorry six black squares i'm not explaining this very well and then no. at least one dot and then five black squares you color it in yeah and make a picture oh I've never heard of that before it's great it sounds like it dot to dot but it's actually very difficult um, i like coloring in though i might do that but yeah. izzy's izzy's interests are good because they also include derelict buildings oh I love it's a shame buildings. you're not in the uh, commonwealth <laughs> games team <laughs> You'd have had a fabulous couple of weeks. Can't out I there. qualify for my press? Twenty-three men's press. Well, pressors. you probably could actually. You could <laughs> certainly uh, qualify to supervise the building. <laughs> um, yeah, I love derelict. Do buildings. they still exist, though? Derelict buildings. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, there's one in um, Forest Hill that actually they uh, they're building on it now, so you can't go in. But I've been into that. I mean, I've been into quite a few <laughs> in London. How did you get in? just walked in with my mate Nick from Brighton. We just drove up there and just walked in. Well, and you made we... a special journey to go oh, to yeah. a derelict house. Absolutely. We <laughs> surveyed the area for ten minutes and then no one was there. <laughs> we just walked in through the door and there was loads of stuff in there. I think the reason I like them is because well, where I grew up there was loads of derelict buildings. And mm, I... Me too. Yeah. And it we sort of reminds them. me of my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> with new Ted. Me and new Ted, yeah. We had a, <laughs> we had a bed sit. Or was it a Ted sit? <laughs> <laughs> New Tedsit. Um, yeah, there was a derelict school that we used to do Ouija boards in and stuff. And, um, oh, God. And, I know. But what, what I like about derelict buildings is the stuff that's left there. And I find it really interesting that buildings are just abandoned, like whole hospitals or, you know, castles. They're just abandoned. And why? And, you know, I don't think... I think you walk into a building and there's an atmosphere that you immediately experience. You sometimes damp. don't register it. <laughs> damp. It is um, damp. A that's drug addict in the corner. So get out well, the of best bit, You know those houses where half of them have been taken down and you can see like somebody's fireplace and that but it's just in mid-air yeah. just sticking out i love that yeah me too i love that too i went to this derelict um to this ghost town in near la in the desert and um there was a massive mansion there that was derelict and me and my mate nearly broke into it but it was so scary was it an officially designated ghost town <laughs> yeah you could go there and you had to put like um a dollar in this box and then there was no one there it was just in the middle of the desert Oh, it's ma- it was insane. And does it say you are entering Oh, yeah, it's called Mentryville. Ghost Town. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like Mentryville's on its side, like a horror film. Then you drive through, and we're the only people there in the, in the desert, and there were lizards and rats everywhere. And then we were about to g- break into the mansion, because I was like, come on, let's do it! And then this kind of park ranger came around the corner and was like, girls, what are you doing? I thought, we're going to get arrested. So, oh, no. Yeah. Luckily, Yogi Bear... <laughs> with, a, with a picnic basket. Yeah. Okay, we'll be back with more, is he, after this? This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I, I read somewhere that it's probably on MySpace, which is all I really read, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. You're always going about they MySpace. They were great, weren't they? The mission. <laughs> Love them. I read that your no, your, the cult. your dream job would be to write a musical sitcom. Yeah, I'm has, still. Has, has there ever been a musical sitcom? Well, it's Flight of the Concords, which mm. I suppose is it's not a musical. No, is it's it? not. It, um, I'd like to write a sitcom where the music drives the narrative forward. So you know, like the film Grease. The, the, all the oh, songs God, in that yes. either reveal something about the character, like Beauty School Dropout, or they drive the narrative forward, like Summer Loving, so it's explaining what happened to... Mm. So I'd like to write a musical like that, where we wouldn't just burst into song and go, we're in a studio, we're singing... We'd burst into song and go, 
I hate MySpace really, but I'm saying I like it kind of thing. Mm. I, I love it actually, so that's not true. But do you know what I mean? So, yes. Yeah. Did, Boffy did it. There was a one-off Boffy, the Vampire Slayer. Oh yeah. That was a musical. Do you remember? Do you well, want to like, like, No, there wasn't. No, there was. I'm telling you, there you was. You know, I'm phobic about anything vampires. Oh yeah. Sorry, yeah. I forgot about that. No, I think. Well, just why don't you just write one? Well, I have. I've oh, written, you have written. Yeah, one? I've written two pilots that were immediately turned off. <laughs> Um, oh, okay. And um, again, I, like I, seem, I seem to have brought up all the bad things <laughs> in your life. It's fine. This is part of the job. I like it? that. Thanks, away. School of honesty, though, is he? I like that. Oh yes. yeah. There's no <laughs> point in. I um, know. Oh, yeah. There's it's room just, for it, though. Definitely. I think. Yeah, I think I'll get it done one day. I've got. I think commissioners are a bit scared of it. They sort of go, oh, people, the audiences won't. You know, they'll sort of go, oh God, they're singing. But I think if you do it in a way that. They, you know, if they go, oh, this is a sitcom, oh, they're just singing cool, you know, you have to sort of work out the right tone. But I'll, I'll get there in the end, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. Can I have a, a cameo as the janitor? Absolutely. Gravel-voiced gravel janitor. You know Lee Marvin in Paint Your Wagon? I was born so yeah. down here where the pipes are steaming. That kind of thing. Absolutely. Why don't yeah. we set it in the derelict house? Well, because there's no one in there. <laughs> but it could be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna write it. It's derelict. Be in derelict. It house. could be it called derelict house. We could all be ghosts in the derelict. Oh, oh yeah. that, I think. I think that's been done. Hasn't yeah. it? Rent a ghost. Why don't we have one person called Del Boy, one person called Rodney in there? Yeah. You know, uh, well, I think that'd be all right for about three series, and then it starts to drag, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't it? You'd need a new uncle, definitely. You'd need to introduce yeah. an uncle. Is that an uncle died as well? They get know. through uncles like some people get through <laughs> small boxes of good news chocolates. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Anyway, um, Izzy, it's been lovely talking to you as ever, and I, Thank I, I you. very much recommend people to go and see the show. There's, I don't want to tell too much about it, but uh, some of the stuff, some of the songs are just absolutely brilliantly funny and great. Thank you. And when I say some of them, I mean most of them. <laughs> I mean some of them are just brilliant. Some of them are absolutely brilliant. Some of them out of this world. Uh, yeah, it's myspace.com forward. Slash. Oh yeah. If you, if you go to MySpace, forward slash, that's always a good advice. Yeah. Because <laughs> if it's windy. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, but Izzy, it was lovely talking to you. And you. And I think you've got the biggest entourage of anyone we've ever had on the show. You brought two people in. People sometimes bring nobody. They're just off the street. Yeah, well, that's all right. Yeah. They look cold. This, this is Frank Skinner. This. Absolute Radio. Wonderful life hurts. Says on my notes, no. new duo from Manchester. Like uh, I've, I never get notes on my notes about the bands. <laughs> For the first time ever, brackets after hurts, new <laughs> duo from Manchester. Like right. that's important that we have to say that. There'll be some sort of deal going on behind the scenes. Do you think there is? Yeah, new duo from Manchester. So what? Oh, do you think it's Ben Jones and some bungs? Oh, I hope not. Not, not Ben Jones. He's, not the Jones He's above that kind of thing. By God. He's here, look. Good job you didn't make anything. <laughs> I don't want to be accused of bullying again. Let's <laughs> just leave the Ben Jones alone. I'm making feel self-conscious. Yes. I was made to feel self-conscious <laughs> this week. Were you? <laughs> yeah. I was. I was doing a gig in Swansea University. Mm. And, um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Swansea Metropolitan University, I should say. Yeah. Um, and um, I, I, there was a bit. I, I did want it went ever so well, you know. I'm ever yeah, such you, a good comedian. Say that now. I'd like to say that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but but um, I, there was one joke that I did probably three quarters of the way through the set that got absolutely nothing. 
none of them got it. Oh. And so I stopped the show and I said, right, hands up who got that joke. And five people got the joke. Okay. Or, I like that you stopped the show. Or thought they got the joke. Yeah. And then it was sort of, I was being sort of playful about it. And I said, so any other, um, you know, let's workshop things a bit. Any other tips? Anyone got anything to say? And the man at the back said, your voice is too low. <laughs> And he you said sure it was a man, not a dog. <laughs> no, it was. It was um, why yeah. did he? What did he mean by? Did he mean quiet or did he mean deep? Like deep. He said my voice is too deep. You haven't got too a, deep. Pitch of my voice. Too deep to be a, funny. He was unhappy with the pitch of my voice. Ooh, did you? Did you try and remedy that in any way? <laughs> yeah, I did the rest of the gig falsetto. You know, I was at a I was at a Paul <laughs> Robeson gig once where a similar <laughs> thing was called out. <laughs> too deep. But guys, um, my heart lies over Jordan. <laughs> Peter Andre, there, ladies and gentlemen. So, I don't think Gareth's got a deep voice. No, I've got a deep voice. It's got a wimpy, oh, light, wimpy. fluty, reedy kind of a voice. Well, the thing was like that a I was Glenn Miller <laughs> off-key squeak. It made me feel self-conscious because people used to make fun of me in French for having a deep voice. Yeah, but we all, we've all got a deep voice when we do French. Well, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you have to go down there. You can't do it. If you do it high, you become... Yeah, you become like some sort of animated creature. I don't think... Uh, I don't think that's... Uh, well, it's, a, it's, it's an interesting gig, as uh, as gigs go, you'd agree? Yeah, it was it was OK, and I've learnt something. I think I was too... What have you learnt? Um, maybe to speak a bit higher? <laughs> Well, I, d- I wouldn't do that on the strength of one man's <laughs> opinion. We can, we can have a. F- should Gareth speak higher? That's this week's uh, <laughs> texting. Eight, twelve, fifteen. Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Okay, golden brown stranglers. That's what I like for breakfast. Mm. <laughs> I used to like those golden Grahams, but they didn't have enough oomph. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, we've had some lovely texts. This mm. I do know what you're saying. Yeah, good. Um, we um, <laughs> you didn't have to read. It was a rhetorical question. <laughs> the first one um, that is from Tracy Hollywood. Um, is it Hollywood? Well, hooray for her! <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was one of the first women decorators in Manchester in 1979. <laughs> Brilliant! Oh. That'll do me. I don't need any yeah. more information about. Congratulations! How does she know that? She feels very sure of herself. Um, one of the foremen, who was a really nice guy, so I feel me telling you this, had a walnut whip hairdo oh. that he wrapped around his head. One windy day, he appeared round the corner and came over to talk to me. Just as he popped his head round the corner, his hair unravelled in an instant. It was most surreal having a conversation with him whilst his hair was rigidly sticking out at a 45-degree angle. <laughs> Felt like time <laughs> stood still. It's good that Tracy had a protractor with her. Yeah. <laughs> she exactly. could, uh, she could check that out. <laughs> well... We've a got all not whip hair, do you see? Yeah. I would have gone for the lime barrel. Well, that's <laughs> if I'd had the choice. That was your favourite. Not easy. Not easy, not easy to carry off. Um, talking of chocolates, you know, we were talking about things people hated sharing. Yes, we've had a text in. There's no name. It's four three seven. That's Gareth's technique. I went through the desert <laughs> on a text with no name. <laughs> it's so good to get out. Everybody <laughs> after it rain. <laughs> In the day, yeah, yeah. everybody. <laughs> no, I don't know the lyrics. No, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Um, so four three seven says, "A up." Oh dear, uh, I hate sharing crisps. There's something mildly irritating about someone's hand of unknown cleanliness rustling around in the packet. Mm. 
I like the hand of unknown cleanliness. <laughs> mm. Sounds like um, very Samuel sort Beckett. Of, oh, yes, or some old mythical tale. <laughs> Hi, oh sorry, sorry. Hi Frank, I've just looked Emily on the net. I love her posh voice. If she is ever in Liverpool, I am willing to show her round, Sean. Well, I can tell you now, she isn't. <laughs> uh, OK, so the next week's guest is Alan Cochran, who is one of my favourite comics ever. Oh, um, I like And you it. can download Not The Weekend podcast from Wednesday morning, which is uh, uh, sort of completely nothing to do with it. Well, it's to do with his show, but it's not the same stuff. Mm-hmm. It's the thing, and you can only get it on there. Ben Jones is next, and the Ben Jones shops at next. <laughs> so that's a coincidence. <laughs> Okay, um, that's about all from us. I'm going to be in the director's box at the Emirates Stadium this afternoon. That's the kind of crazy, wacky life I lead. Hoorah! Good day to you. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, working towards a mintier world with Tree Boss Off Mints. Absolute.